I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the Merperson. Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. I've pulled some Jasper Spit Whistle, and, uh, you know, usually at this point I ask, you know, okay, well, you know, who was here last time? Let's, uh, let's talk about what was going on, but now I don't feel, I don't feel like I need to. Um, there was no great story points uh, doled out last week. No, it was just, uh, it was just a man coming to terms with being a hero. That's really all it was last time, so... You know, I know that all of you have heard the story of my exploits here at the Gilded Ram um, last time. And, um, you know, it's been a crazy, crazy turn of events for me. Um, you know, first and foremost, all of my debts have been cleared. I mean, all of my acknowledged debts have been cleared. Which, I mean, that sounds like I'm hemming and hawing a little bit. But let me tell you, my acknowledged debts were uh, substantial. Um, so that's wonderful. Uh, you know, long story short, uh, the bank next door heard of my uh, dramatic actions that I had undertaken to, to protect uh, the capital of the fine investors in that bank. And well, when they found out about it, they said, sure, we can help this fellow out. It's been wonderful, actually. Um, my life has, has really taken a turn for the, for the positive. And, uh, you know, I'm not one to tell tales after school or anything like that, but I am... Um, you know, I've even picked up a couple of parables here or there. I mean, you know, nothing physical. I've not physically interacted with any of them. But I did receive some letters and have written back and have started the courtship process uh, formally with uh, the handful of them that had the, the most uh, elegant handwriting. So we'll see how that goes. Obviously, a tale for another time. Uh, but where we left off was with Leland Deacon, of course. You know... Now, Leland had, of course, up and vanished while the brute force was in the process of infiltrating the castle at Vrem. They had entered into a tower where up was down, and down was subsequently up, and it was very confusing, which is how they ended up rescuing Queen Ileana, who had been deposed. They weren't even looking for her, they were looking for me, you know, trying to rescue old Jasper Spitwistle, their best friend. And, um... I was doing quite well for myself. In a matter of speaking, I was already, you know, well in the well on the way of escaping. Um, but we'll get to that later. It's a very confusing time for the all things considered. Uh, but where it all starts is in a library of sorts. A library of the mind. So Leland, uh, one minute you are half falling upwards? Upwards. Yeah. <laughs> in a weird tower that uh, doesn't seem like gravity's working the right directions. And next thing you know, the whole world kind of like implodes in on itself mm. and it's just pitch black and you are surrounded by, well, not a whole lot of anything that you can see. Hello? Uh, friends? Mort? Cammy? Shark person whose name I have lost uh, memory of at this time? 
Anybody? As you're calling out to the darkness, uh, to the sides of you, uh, two torches just flicker on into existence. And they look like they are on the sides of uh, bookshelves. Uh, you are standing kind of between them. And you can see from the faint glow from these two torches that there are more bookshelves that kind of spread out in front of you. Uh, looks like several rows of bookshelves. Uh, and slowly torches flicker on on all of these bookshelves. And it continues on out of your sight. There's just row after row of bookshelves, uh, half of them to your left and half of them to your right. This is an interesting parlor trick with the flickering. I'll have to inquire about that for next time I'm sent to my tomb because I think I have been freed by a group of scoundrels. Onward. And I guess I'll Leland will walk down the bookshelves. Are there any are there any good books? I mean there's books on all the shelves. Leland's gonna take some books. All right. Are you going to the shelves on the left or the shelves on the right? The right. Okay. You go over to the shelves on the right, and all of them are the same book. They look like they're different volumes of the same book, and they all say Leland the Redeemed. Well, I think these might be about me. I wonder if I start here in the middle, if it'll make sense, or I got to start at volume one. Is it one? Hello? Is it one of them things where I can start at volume like 17 and kind of just understand what's happening at volumes 1 through 16? Kind of like if I picked up a manga like a little late, but it's a different arc of the manga. So I don't really know who Chet is because Chet's already dead and it's more about Lester and his friend Big Steve. This is a manga question for whoever's here controlling the torches. I'm also an erudite individual who loves a good book, but it, we're already at the 200s. And that's just a lot to read. I mean, I, I can definitely read if that's the question. 100%, I can do it. My reading level is, I don't know, 11th grade at least. It's not being tested on like a words per minute test. I'm just saying, if I had to guess, if someone was like, what's your reading level? 11 seems high to me. There's no there's no response. Well, I guess. I, I guess we'll see what this how this arc picks up. Uh, you try to pull one of the books off the shelf, but uh, it will not come off the shelf. It is uh, completely fastened in place, almost by magical means. I cannot means. believe I've been tricked like this over books. The one thing that I never thought would be my downfall would be a bookshelf. So I guess I'll go to the shelf on the left. All right. All of the books on the shelf on the left, uh, similar, similar setup, except all of these say uh, Leland the Doomed. Excuse me, same question about vis-a-vis -vis arcs. If I start in the middle, will I be confused? I also sense a pattern here. Is this like a magical hallway where you're trying to tell me that my fate is yet to be decided? And if I do the wrong things, I'll be in the doomed category. And if I do the right things, I'll be in the redeemed category. Is there a middle ground category? You remember that manga where that boy got sucked into the video game and the first arc was real good, but in the second arc, his sister also came into the video game and his sister tried to romance him. And that was weird and questionable on account of the fact that why? Because it's his sister. But if you unplug the video game, you would die. Is that, which one of these books is that one? Because that was really good in episodes one through 15, but at 16, it took a weird turn. There's fairies in there at some point. The torch next to you flares up and catches part of your wrapping on fire. Uh, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> and he's going to tamp that out. So I guess I just keep going down this hallway. Maybe there'll be a stack at the end. Like it forms a T. See, I do know my letters. And the T books will say like Leland, the 
the just all right guy. Those are the ones I want. I don't know that I want to be redeemed on account of the fact that I didn't do anything wrong. And that is, if someone says, if you've been redeemed, that's kind of like admitting that you did something bad and you need to be redeemed for. And I feel like I'm kind of doing being in this hallway and no one's interrupting me. So I'll just keep going. I found another manga about cooking in the first episode. He makes a golden fried rice and I tried to replicate it uh, myself in real life. Only I didn't let the rice cool enough before I added the egg yolks. So it got kind of clumpy. I mean, the flavor was there, but the texture was shit. Uh, you go on like this for what seems like 10 or 15 <laughs> minutes uh, as you're continually walking down this hallway. Eventually, you get to a point where the books Leland the Redeemed are done. Like, there are still bookshelves ahead of you, but the uh, the books have come to an end. Uh-oh. And the books on the other side continue forward. Oh, no. I'm doing the math here, and this seems like I'm definitely, there's more of a doomed case than a redeemed case. Listen, disembodied voice, I haven't talked to anyone other than an infant and a toddler for like four weeks, so I just got a lot to say on the count of the fact that really there's ain't, there ain't many people to listen to me. Um, have I died before? And that's why, is this a Groundhog Day only? I don't know that I've been dead and I've been redeemed several times, but I've been doomed many more times than redeemed. I'm going to take one of these books here and figure out how I got doomed. Is each one a different type of doom? <laughs> Uh, you try to take one of the books from the Leland the Doom side, and it slips off of the shelf, and you take a look at it, and yeah, you remember this day. It was a day when you figured out how to increase the profitability of your dad's sugar mine industry by creating a slurry. <laughs> and also suggested uh, shrinking down some of the workers. Yeah, I remember this. Again, I don't, I'm going to have to, whoever's the actuary here, the record keeper, this wasn't a doomed situation. They volunteered to be small. They like the idea. Small people, small wages. Again, that not my saying. As you're saying this, you see a flickering light ahead of you on one of the bookshelves further down. <sighs> I'd really rather not investigate this, but I think I must go onward. Uh, I, can I keep the volume of the doomed? Can I slip it in like my jacket pocket? Yeah, you can try. Because I think that Cammy would like to see it probably. She likes books. There you I'm go. I'm gonna keep it. Okay. And go towards the flickering light. All right. It's uh, it's about seven or eight bookshelves further down, and as you get down there, what you see flickering is it is the last book on the doomed side, and right next to it there is a, a flickering light that as you kind of watch it coalesces into a new book oh i see what's happening here i've been i've been a bad bad boy fiona apple style she was singing about this in the 90s and that's been me i've been careless with a delicate man who is more and i've led him astray on account of he watched me do a murder and now i'm stuck in this endless bookshelves what are these shelves made out of and he's gonna that's too that's not dense enough to be a mahogany it might be a teak it's some really interesting grain work on these bookshelves. I might have talked to whoever made these. I can't even see where they join. Are they doing a wood peg system? Because I don't see any screws. They must have. It's some. It's some high quality woodwork. Uh, where you tap on the bookshelf, it like it sits there. It was like it resonates for a second, and then slowly it starts to break apart, and it turns into sand, and just starts pouring down the shelf, like starts falling apart. And then next thing you know, all of the shelves around you start falling apart until you can't see anything but sand that is swirling around in a vortex, dragging you downward into the darkness. And then the world implodes in on itself again, and you fall upwards and downwards at the same time into a weird upside down tower stairs, right as your friends are walking back down them or up them. Or dump. Oh, hi there. 
Leland! Leland, I, I thought you were dead. I, I found your bandages and, and everything. Well, I mean, I am dead. That's the thing of it. Uh, well, I, I guess. No, no, I th I'm pretty sure the only thing dead here is the, that, that, that really sweet guard that you, uh, that you give a little chomp into them, what? Oh, I, I used some of your bandages to stem the flow a bit. I hope you don't mind. I don't think it worked. Well, oh, no, he's hella dead. That I wonder, that's probably why. Well, I went to a magical hallway that had a bunch of books about how good I'd been on some of them. and how I brought you a book about how bad I'd been. Cammy, here you go. There's, I want to try and take out the book. There's no book. Well, listen, uh, essentially, a lot of bookshelves. The bad books about me were a lot further. And then while I was looking at the bad books, a bad book materialized as if it was like actually taking count of something bad I did. And then I hammered on the bookshelves and all the books disintegrated into sand, which I'm pretty sure is going to make another bad book appear on account of the fact that I destroyed an entire library of Alexandria style. I asked a lot of questions about manga because Cammy's always talking about mangas. And well, I don't know what one of them is. Okay. So, but it was a term that I knew from hearing it. Yeah. And then I repeated it because I thought that they would think I was, I was smart. Yeah. Um, cheapers, that sounds real symbolic and all that. Um, but I really don't think you needed to throw like my weebness sort of under the, the truck there. Like, I, I don't think that was necessary. I think you could have just focused on your own books and your own shit, but. Well, no, I didn't tell them it was your fault that I knew it. Okay. I was just parroting. Cause I, listen. If you ask me, can you read? Yes, 11th grade. But have I read a lot of books? Who's to say? Have I heard you talk about a mangas? Yes. So I thought it might be a situation with all these books where they were like, tell us about the books you've read. So I told them about Sword Art Online. Okay, like an <laughs> AR reading quiz. Sure. Yeah, no, Sword mm -hmm. Art Online's a great one for that. Um, we do have to we do have to keep walking Dup or Oon. I've forgotten the direction. Um, cause there's like a bunch of prisoners. Did I miss the trellis? You know, we had, didn't make it to a trellis. We found a, a, a really Good. bitchy queen and we dealt with that. Oh, did, I've dealt with them the before. <laughs> Did the queen come with us? You were liberating her. I b do believe she is standing right next to you as you're saying this. <laughs> queen, Queen Ellie, this is uh, Leland, one of our new friends. Hello. Queen, sorry, I called you Queen Ellie. Yes, you know, it's that's that that would be my brother, I, I, and he was not a queen technically. Uh, queen Anna do, does just fine, or you could just call me Anna. That's fine for friends. Well, Anna, my name's Leland Deacon. Leland Deacon is the name. I'm charmed. Pleasure to meet you. Oh, like, like the like like the sugar deacons. <laughs> Told y'all, motherfuckers. Did you know Lila Ann Deacon? She's a very famous around here. Oh, she's famous around here. Yes. Is that, what exactly is she famous for? Uh, for I mean, building one of the best sugar companies in all of the world, obviously. Leland is gonna do like an aggressive kind of like. <laughs> Like, you might know, see a guy, like, you really hork a, a, a aggressive inhale through his nose and then kind of spit out the side of his mouth and be like, is that right? She built it up herself, huh? Yes, actually, when when I became a queen, she was one of my inspirations, really, because of how much uh, she, she you know, she, she did amazing things, you know. And there's not a lot of, sadly, not a lot of strong women building up their own businesses mm -hmm. in this in this. Uh, what was What was age. one of the things she did? What was one of the things she did? Um, well... Well, I, I am obviously not a not a scholar on her on her work, but I uh, 
I, I do believe that she invented simple syrups, which was mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. took the world by storm. Kind of like a slurry. It was kind of like a slurry. Uh, very similar to a slurry. Bottled mm-hmm. quite nicely, mm-hmm. small, and you could just, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. How was her workforce? Were they normal human size? Or were they maybe a little bit smaller? And that was part of their whole gimmick. And they, they took those little tiny, cute little people and slapped them on all the packaging. It was like, oh, my God, look at these little sugar dwarves. Was that something that she did, too? That was actually how it worked. I had heard that mm-hmm. she had inherited a very small workforce, but she made the best of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard, I've, I've, heard, I've heard that, too. I've heard that, too. Well, I think I want to go back to that terrible hallway filled with the demon books. So um, I'm a, I might try and find my way back there. Uh, so I'm, I guess Leland's going to walk away as far as he can. And then I guess get magic back. Are you walking top or own? Own. Hey. Away. <laughs> hey, hey, bud. Um, you sort of, I don't know, blitzed off into the negaverse or went to the shadow realm or, or whatever. You, you like jutsued into a fucking video game i don't know what happened to you but you left and then you started talking about manga a lot we -hmm. did like half this job like half of this task without you and now that you're not on like on your ass or whatever i really think that you should come on a walk oon or dup whatever whatever we're headed i think you should join us and help do like finish the the job out because you've been just lazy i guess i guess that's the point i'm making well no i was in a i was in a i was in a psychological hellscape of my own making on account of the fact that i didn't really know how long i'd been in there it could have been one of those situations where i thought i was there for three minutes but i get back and it's really been 300 years Uh, who knows really turns out it looks like i was only gone about five minutes which is good but it felt like an eternity that sounds like a tuesday bud we're living like a post magic society everything sucks but that doesn't mean you get to sit on your ass and like Daydream? I don't know the point I'm making, but we should probably progress Ooper done. Let's just go. I'm I'm not talking to this uh, uh this nice lady anymore. I don't care about her perfect facial bone structure and how I mean it is real. Look at her cheekbones. Anyway, I don't care because Lila Ann the, excuse, those were all my ideas, oh by my the God. way. I created He's the slurry, and I shrunk the workforce down. Yeah. That was me. I hired a weird wizard named Rick Tack Schlingbar, yeah. and he shrunk all the motherfuckers down to pint size. That's why I am cursed forever, because it turns out I made them into children, and child labor is a bad thing. Oh, this is a curse situation. Oh, interesting. I have been, I have, well, the funny thing is, it's like, Who's really cursed? Am I the cursed one, or are they cursed with my company? You see in the movie The Descent when they go okay. in, and it's All right. like, nope. All right, Who's... okay. <laughs> Cammy is gonna like grab him by the wrist. Let's, uh, let's head head Oon the tower. Um, Hollis kind of slaps Leland on the back, and it's like, oh, you're not a cursed buddy. You, you, yeah, don't sell yourself short. You're the only one I like, Hollis. <laughs> As you guys are traversing this tower, uh, when you guys get back to the area where there's the giant Kool-Aid man style hollis hole in the wall, mm-hmm. Anna notices that she, so I assume this is how you got in. Um, is this the plan for the exit route as well? Well, I don't know. Why don't you consult your volumes on Lila Ann's greatest works? No, I, I think we're going to go down the, the trellis to get out. Um, I think Layden's very interested in, in using the trellis. So, you know, we'll give him that. Thanks, Mort. Yeah, he's had a he's had a hard day. He uh, he deserves a treat. I do deserve a treat. That's right. Do you hear that, Cammy? I deserve a treat. Okay. Our, okay. The hostility. <laughs> that's usually my thing. First of all, it's weird that you would take that from me. Uh, no. The, uh, and the mangas. I took that too. Oh, yeah, you can't read them, but you did take the mangas. 
Anna, this is like a this is a sewer exit, so I do think I don't know uh, how you sort of get down, but you should know that there's quite a many roaches and quite a lot of like human uh, like leavings. Uh, sort of in this in this pathway. This is going to be a lot of sewer sewer walking. Oh, but you can come with the, us. And the religious zealots. Oh, you God, a lot them? of cult members. You're right. There's a cult. Right you got a cult in your sewer. Yeah, oh, jeez. Oh, and they're delicious roaches. Once you get a cult in the sewer, it's just it's so much work to get them out. Is the tricky part. Yeah. You could shrink them down. <laughs> I'll come with you, I suppose. Uh, I am a little nervous uh, heading directly into yet another dungeon, but I mean, it sounds like it's going to be fine, right? I'll just stick with you guys. It'll be good. Yeah, uh, we, we're trying to rescue our friends. Oh, you met you met him, obviously, Yanni Boulders. Oh yes, he was very nice. He was a little stinky, but he was a nice man. And uh, just did you meet Jasper? I think you probably met Jasper, right? Mm. Was he the loud one, the one with the weird hat? Yes, that that's the one. Yes, I did meet. I did meet your, your friend. And with any luck, my my lovely dog is with them too. Oh well, we can only hope. I think you joining us, you joining us down, sort of in this path is probably a probably best case scenario if you think Yanov is smelly because we walked through shit for like a whole episode with the call members and the. So if you think he's smelly, I don't know that your nose is sort of prepared for for what lies in the sewer path. I don't know why people would be shitting in the sewers. That is really strange. Is that a situation that's happening in yeah, my sewers now? So you got you got sort of dethroned in a in a in a time immediately post magic. Uh, people have to shit now, and you can't magic it away. So the shit has oh, to be no. in a place. Yeah, I know the shit has to this be in is a place. Just, once I you mean, do it. listen, I want to obviously be queen, but man, this the the logistics of all of this is going to be such a pain. Did you, did you not ever shit in that tower? <laughs> did you? Did you just did you just ask? I'm a queen, of course. Like a bear hibernating. She just got her plug. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's a kind of a meconium situation, actually. <laughs> I just didn't shit in the shower this tower for weeks. It's a magic tower, obviously. That's <laughs> something. It doesn't smell too magical. So, uh, you... You obviously know the, the way to the dungeons. They they were your dungeons, I suppose. So do you want to lead the way? I'm, I, was, I mean, yeah, it's just one direction down this way. But I'll go up front. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I don't. I, I, it's not like I went down to the dungeons a whole lot. You know, as queen, you try not to do the dungeon work. But that's fine. It's just, just follow the stairs. Let's go. We follow. <laughs> And hey, it's another big, big door on the other side. Uh, this one does not seem to be locked. Hollis, would you like to do the honors? Oh, this is all <laughs> I, I'm... Listen, I know where my strengths lie. And uh, and I got I got y'all your backs. Anna, her strengths lie in her strengths. That's what <laughs> Hollis is trying to tell you. That's where her strengths lie. Jetson. One wonderful... Uh, Five. Okay, you have destroyed this unlocked door. <laughs> oh yeah. We step through a hollow-sized hole. <laughs> oh, oh hell! This one's like perfectly contoured to my the shape of my body. You guys just like 
put one arm up, one arm down, and you just you move right through. It's great. It's like a full Looney Tunes. Like that, that game show. Or a the Japanese game show. You. Yeah. You remember it? They had that very large person on there, and the shape came out, and the large person went, oh, crap. Because <laughs> there was no way... In my head, in my head, in my head, there's like, uh, there's like this perfect hollow size hole. Everybody walks through it, and then uh, in the rear, Anna opens the door, and it just yes, swings open, exactly. and she walks through the door opening. That's Wait, great. how did you guys know what I what I used to do at my part time job? <laughs> All right, what you see on the other side of the door is a whole bunch of jail cells. Currently, only one of them appears to be occupied, and there are, it looks like a half dozen guards in here, and as they see you guys barrel through the door, they all get up from their game of cribbage. I don't know why the guards play cribbage around here, but it's a good game. You know, local culture. Uh, And they grab swords and pikes off the wall and start charging at you guys. Oh, y'all can sit down. We we didn't know the door's unlocked. Don't worry about it. We'll replace it. (laughs) Everybody roll a notice. Oh, hell. A great skill. So they're not just going to let us slide? No. Oh, wow. Minus two. Minus one. I got uh, neutral. Uh, Cammy's good at noticing things, and she rolled a five. Okay. Uh, Cammy, you notice that of these six guards, uh, there's four of them you don't recognize, but there's two of them that you do, and it is uh, Jasper and Yanov are... Uh, are not looking too happy, uh, are wearing uh, guards' uniforms, and are charging at you, swords and, like, hammers drawn. Did we... I'm sorry, did we jump in in the middle of a Star Wars? Are, you, are we going to blow, blow their whole plan? They did their whole own thing without us. I love that. Okay, Hollis immediately goes to charge it. <laughs> Jasper and Yana, because she has no idea who they are. Whoa, okay. Same with Leland. Whoa, he also wants okay, to fight. Okay, okay. And, and Mort hasn't noticed them. Yeah. Cammy is going to try to grab the wrist and the thick, chunky, like, I, I don't know, the tiny, skinny mummy Everything. wrist. And the th- yeah, I don't think she can get a hand around your wrist. So she's going to try to grab a pinky of Hollis's because I, I don't think she can grip Hollis's wrist. It's like trying to palm a basketball for her. Um, so she's going to try to grab both of them and just say, whoa, okay, all right, look, we're, we're, we're sorry. You guys were clearly doing your jobs, which you've had a long time, I'm sure. I'm sure your parents did these jobs, and it, it's your birthright. I'm sure you all have been doing these jobs a very long time and are doing a very good job at it. You guys are all doing great. Um, we actually... Mort is still charged towards <laughs> no, okay. yeah. Captain Crabtree. <laughs> we are we are actively we are actively in combat. So everybody no. roll another notice. Uh, everybody roll another notice, and that's going to determine uh, initiative order. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm straight going to armbar them. Ah, even neutral, whatever you want to call it. How does another five hit you? One, three. Y'all boys should have called in sick. Maybe collected your pensions a week earlier. You're supposed to retire tomorrow. <laughs> if the, the camera focused on Mort's face now, you'd see it sort of like, he's got his mouth open, he's kind of like scrunching his face up, like sort of concentrate really hard. He looks kind of a bit constipated, like strain on his face. Okay. Um, and then suddenly his fangs go, 
Snick down. He's like, aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would like for the record to show that Leland rapier is gold, much like the bangerang sword from Hook. Very good. Love it. Only the the guard is not a cocoa nut. It is just a normal cross guard. It's also gold. And also his little dagger is gold. So he's got both. I love that you're a But more importantly, do you you crow like a rooster as you're... (laughs) (laughs) Do you say Rufio? I give him a yee Do you bangerang? Oh, I bangerang. Oh, God. All right. Cammy's up first. I'm shocked with my five notice roll. Um, Okay. uh, Gosh. I feel like Cammy would keep trying to talk their way out of this even though i know we're in combat i think cammy's gonna gonna try um is there a guard that like clearly seems like they are the boss i mean there's a bigger one than the rest of them and he is in front of everybody charging the fastest at you but i mean they don't have like stripes and bars on their collars to I let know, you know but maybe like, one has more keys military order <laughs> does one have an executioner's hood on i feel like that one's in charge um okay Okay, I'm gonna. I uh, Cammy is gonna try to talk to the biggest one, so she like she's gonna walk up and just say, "Hey, look, uh, we're we're sorry. We made a big ruckus. We were sent here by the family, the royal family. Uh, we just need to borrow a couple of guards for a thing, for like a like a thing. Like they're gonna go walk. They're gonna go like meet all of the 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 people, all the plebeians that are like really sad because their shit's like by their feet. It's not getting poofed away. Like." It's a big chaos out there. They're trying to go glad hand a little bit. You know, there's not an upcoming election, but like they don't want people to be mad at them. That doesn't help. So we just need to grab some guards just to, to like keep the you know, keep the ruffians that are full of shit feet uh, like off of them. Uh, and we, just don't, we don't want the guards that are like good, you know, so maybe like those two. We don't want your best men. We want like like just normal, just shitty guards. Can you spare a couple so are of you, normal shitty guards? So are you trying to d- do a little deception here? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I assume I'm also rolling. You are rolling, yes. Okay. Oh, I've got a cool plan. Okay, I got a one. All right. Well, this guy uh, sees through your little ruse, partially because your compatriots have drawn weapons, partially because you do have a deposed queen like behind you. That lends credence to the royal family sent me, I think. <laughs> he, he does know she's supposed to be locked up right now. Yeah, but th- she's still a royal family. That wasn't a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he has not stopped his run-in to attack. If you want to explain to your compatriots not to per- perhaps attack certain people, that you could still do that, but I know. otherwise... Yeah, but I feel like they could take a hit. I don't want to out them. I was trying to go okay. for stealth. All right, Mort, it is your turn. Which one's closest? Uh, the, the big one? The does. big guy, yeah. The biggest yeah. guy. I'm clearly taking care of him. Don't <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's on lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I got him. <laughs> Mort just kind of pounces at him, just lunges in his direction with his newly equipped fangs bared. You're going to try to bite another person? Okay. No, no, he's not trying to bite him. He's just, like, vicious... Looks looks scary because he's so you're got trying to out. you're trying to spook him. Intimidate? No, he's trying to. I guess grapple. Grapple. If, if you want to attack somebody with teeth, that is biting. Is all I'm like. I don't <laughs> no, got a lot he, of rules not, here, but he's not. 
he's not attacking him with teeth. What are you doing he's just, here? He's got his fangs out, so he looks scarier. Right. He's just like angrily launching himself at the dude. So that's he's still got a bit of the the bloodlust in him. Okay. He's he's grappling. He's you're just grabbing the guy. He's literally like launching, like jumping, leaping at him. And what are you doing when you get there, fella? That's what I want <laughs> to know. Grappling him. He's grappling just him. Just grappling him. Just trying to hold him. Yeah. What's the what's that move where you? jump up and you get your legs around their neck and then you flick them over. The Frankensteiner. It's a Frankensteiner. Is that a, I, don't, I don't know. That's a luchador move right there. It's a Frankensteiner, dog. Is it's it? A, it's Frankensteiner. Black Widow move. Okay. I'm not even going to try to weigh in on this. Minus three. <laughs> ah! Okay. Maybe you should have bitten him, bud. Oh, wait. No, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot my bonus. Uh... Minus one. Yeah, no. Uh, so you attempt this move. You attempt to Frankensteiner this guy. Uh, <laughs> and he meets you in the air with the blunt edge of his sword and just <laughs> kind of parries you to the side. Uh, and you go flying into uh, a wall. And uh, there you are. Crash into a wall. All right, Hollis, you're up. Oh, I'm going to armbar. Uh, who are you attacking? The same guy? Or are you picking somebody else i mean plot wise i'd want to go after yanoff and, <laughs> and jasper but let uh i i think let's roll a die okay uh, sorry how many guys four there's six of them six. so this is perfect six. all right okay uh so i'm gonna say yanoff yeah so i'll say yanoff is one jasper's two okay uh th three is the big guy and then Four, five, and six are all. I would argue that Hollis dudes. has two arms mm -hmm. and would probably try to hit two people beside each other uh -huh. on either side. Well, sadly, I rolled three and four, so the two, maybe the two beside. All right, so you're gonna hit the big guy and the guy beside the big guy, basically. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes. Go ahead and roll that thing. Oh, 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 the neutral, neutral, but those are two. So this is athletics, I assume? Yes. Nopsy. Or fight. Ooh, okay, well then that's good. So I got six. And the other guy, well, it's not as good. That's canceled out. So five, so three. Okay, yeah. So the, the, like, the smaller guy, like, sees it coming, basically, and ducks under it. But the other guy just got done flinging more off into a wall and as he spins back around towards you guys you catch him in the throat with a clothesline oh yeah and it's like he's standing right beside jasper and yanov so they have a front front row seat to me just just clotheslining this guy his his feet go flying up before his his back actually goes flying down he biffs it hard it that that was that was a pretty hard hit and she screams the word biff as she hits him <laughs> It is Jasper's turn. As you do this, Jasper, who has a big pike in his hand, uh, swings the pike down at you, Hollis. They don't know Hollis or Leland. <laughs> so. uh, they've also never seen Cammy in Cammy's current form. They also do not know what skinned Mort looks like. Excellent point. Uh, I, th I think Cammy's current form is fox form. No, she's been a human. She would not have been walking around as a fox, yeah. especially in a place where you would expect guards. Well, she she was fox form when we were rescuing yes. the queen. Anyway. Right, so yeah. that she knew who you were, yeah. Yeah. She's back to not wanting people to know who she is. She would probably not be a fox. Yeah, she's in okay. her nasty bathroom form. 
So yeah, they don't have any idea who any of you are. So yeah, you gotta roll. You gotta roll a. a I did. Okay, I got. I got a four. How about a six? Okay. Ooh. So he swings this pike down on you after you like clothesline this guy, and can I just catch it without looking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You catch it and like, but like he's he's like swinging it so hard that you catch it in in midair and it just snaps, uh, like the staff part of the pike. Off. So she catches it and it breaks and like she just slowly turns her head to look right at him. <laughs> does he piss himself? Roll for piss. Uh, let me see. No, he does not. Oh, oh surprising. Jasper, uh, prison's hardened him. Leland's turn. Yes. Okay. So the the small one who ducked under Hollis's clothesline. I have want to spend a fate point to use my thing where I make my deception, my fight. Okay. So I, I want to charge at him. Mm-hmm. My dagger's already drawn, but I want to charge at him and be like, ah! and like act like I'm trying to get my sword out and kind of stumble and fall Willy Wonka style at the beginning of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Sure. Mm-hmm. Turn it into a tuck and roll and then stab him right in his femoral artery with the dagger and nice. twist it and pull it out and have a shower of blood and then be like, Mort, feed. <laughs> and it will turn Mort into, you know, off the off the floor, not off of his like weird thigh wound, off of the puddle on the floor. Hey, I got a plus four. All right. Uh, I mean, that's a bit of an assumption to think that once one stab of the guy is enough to kill him. That would assume uh, that he femoral has femoral artery, dude. He's gonna be bleeding out. Sure, 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 sure. Right. Uh, but I you're assuming too. you're assuming that he doesn't have any stress boxes to say that like in a True. stab and an attack takes mm-hmm. hit like severs his femoral artery. I mean, it would if he didn't have stress boxes to make it so that the hit does not connect. Mm-hmm. So I want the blade to also be rusted. I know I said it was gold before, but now he's also getting tetanus. I want him to have tetanus. <laughs> yeah, now he's getting lockjaw. Good luck eating your soup. Uh, but no, you connect. Uh, well, I guess you don't connect because you uh, like don't actually kill him. But you do totally get him off balance. Uh, and he looks like he is like freaked out by this concept of he's being <laughs> bum-rushed hardcore in a way that he had not anticipated. Like, he's Nick ducking Nick. under sharks and there's a mummy trying to stab him in the neck. Is, this is not a normal day. No, no, for no. I wanted to get him in his in his thigh. Oh, right, 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 right. In his, his leg. Well, either way, I'm you're tucking you're... and rolling, and I'm yeah. popping up and getting him. Yeah, right in the groin. He's yeah. not. He's not having a great day. Willy Wonka, you. You thought I was feeble. He's still. He's still. He's still standing though. After all this time, what does Hollis think? Because Leela wants to give Hollis a thumbs up for how cool that move was. She's watching, and she. She gives him a big old thumbs up back, but she's definitely got like a super squeamish look on her face because because she thought she was traveling with good people. She just clotheslined the dude. And she's, you know, I'm a razzle dazzle. I would argue the difference between a clothesline and a stab in the artery. Clotheslining might be considered, I don't know, non-lethal. <laughs> <laughs> Depends if she collapses his trachea so, or not. So she gives a she gives a thumb up and also a sickly smile. <laughs> uh, all right, Yanov's turn, and Yanov had he has like a weird little like hatchet in his hand that he like starts to look like he's gonna throw it, and then he like drops it on the ground, and he like starts padding around in his like breeches, and then he pulls out a little black ball basically, and he chucks it at Mort. Mort. Go ahead and, I don't know, you could do an athletics to try to avoid this thing, or you can try to just, like... Can I use lightning fruit reflexes and a reaction-based notice roll to try and capture (laughs) it? No. That's like a trap-related thing, really. Like, 
that's you're opening a door and you don't want to explode when the trap gets set off. This is someone threw something at you. No, you don't get to do that every time. Well, I haven't ever done it once. Ever <laughs> right, but if I let you do it here, then that would set the precedent that you could do it I anytime suppose. anyone threw or well, shot anything at you. Can I roll a notice without using that stunt to try and catch it? I mean, that seems like a, I mean, it seems like an athletics more than a notice. Like you see it coming. Okay, I'll roll athletics. Ah, my rolls are shit today. Neutral. All right, so this thing comes in at you, and you catch it actually out of the air, and when it hits the palm of your hand, it explodes oh. in a bright shower of sparks, and you are temporarily blinded. Damn it, Yanov. Okay. So <laughs> that's going to be a condition. That's going to be a condition that's on you. So when you uh, are going to try to attack or physically interact or do anything that would require you to yeah. see what you're so doing, that's, that's like an, an aspect you've put on me. Right? Yes, is that how yeah. it's phrased? It's not. Yeah, it's not. I guess you can see you can see it either or. It's going to go away at the end of this. So we're at the end of this battle, so it would be considered like an aspect. He can sniff the blood though from the from the groin stab. Uh, all right, so then it's the rest of the bad guy's turn. So the big guy who just got clotheslined is going to try to, uh, like, leg sweep uh, Hollis onto the ground. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Put him in a body bag. <laughs> uh, he gets a four. Oh, well, that canceled that. <laughs> uh, so that's five. Okay, so he. This is what she was built for. He tries to, like, spin around and, like, sweep your legs out from under you. He just kicks me. Yeah. He was not prepared for how apparently sturdy on your feet you are because he just basically cracks you in the back of your leg with his shin. And it, like, it, like hurts him more than it hurts you. She's just like, dude. Could you imagine you're at work and some shark creature comes in and clotheslines the biggest one. Mere seconds later, she snaps a a lethal weapon in two and then you try and kick her as hard as you can and it doesn't i would just be like <laughs> you know what we, we called this one wrong we're on the wrong side i'm gonna, of this, I'm right? gonna take lunch early um okay so the the smaller guy uh right in front of leland he tries to he's swinging his sword down at leland uh it's gonna be a three i'm gonna do my finesse which is a plus three so i'm four baby Okay, so he swings down and like you're just not where you're supposed to be. You just roll gracefully out of the way. I'm Muhammad Ali in him. <laughs> Missed me. There's a there's one other bad guy. No, there's two other bad guys. Uh, that guy tries to uh, tries to hit Hollis as well. I'm not even gonna make you roll for this because he's like so negative and you've got a pretty good fight. So he's he she like just does one he didn't of those, even have like, a weapon. He just like thing. he just like took a chair that he had been sitting on and like swings it at you, and the chair just shatters. <laughs> and the last guy uh, turns around and runs the hell away. Like he starts <laughs> running up the stairs. That's my move. Yeah, that guy's not that guy's not uh, the dumb one, but that <laughs> is a bad thing though, uh, because you'd probably rather them all be here contained. But he is gone. He's gone a different direction than the way that you guys came in uh all right it's back to cammy did the guy that ran away have to like unlock the door or is there another door that is not locked and another non-sewer 
big hollow shaped no, no like he did not so there's multiple way. doors into this place yeah. yeah no he didn't have to unlock the door okay. into right. the dungeons he just went out the other way okay so i don't know what that door leads to but i know that we can easily get through it yeah and you might know where that door goes to too because you probably spent some time studying the blueprints oh yeah oh yeah of course candy did um for, for first things first um Kami's going to try to do some damage control on vis-a-vis Yanov and Jasper. <laughs> so mm-hmm. while while there's a lot of ruckus and hullabaloo, Kami is going to like um, run over to the two of them. Is there a like physical situation in which Kami can be like grab both of them and be right in front of both of them at the same time? Or are they on opposite sides of sure. the room? Okay. No, they're, they're pretty close to each other. Okay. Um, Kami is going to like grab both of them by their wrists like fresh, fresh after them attacking, because she knows that they're little, they're little simp's, they're little chump boys, they're little bitches, and she just remind them that they little bitches. Um, she's gonna like grab them by both the wrists and be like, "Hey, uh, boys, I don't, I know I look a little different, but I'm gonna need you to kind of like focus and listen and figure out that we're buds and we're here to like." deal with you we're here to get you we're here to fix it i know you did your like star wars like side thing that we didn't see and that's probably it was probably real fun and like a real bonding experience you guys are probably like best friends or lovers or something at this point but that's irrelevant okay you gotta stop hitting us because we we gotta i don't god i guess we gotta murder these guards huh we're gonna have to murder the because of like witnesses and stuff one already ran off we you gotta stop throwing stuff at the good shark and the 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 skinny toilet paper boy. Oh, also the vampires ours. That's more. Hey, Mort's a vampire now. You've missed so much. Uh, go ahead and roll me an empathy. Yes, I'd. Hey, I'd love to roll you an empathy. That wasn't a great roll. Four. First thing that you notice from these two is that throughout the the entirety of your kind of diatribe here, there is not a single moment where either one of them seems to like register any recognition of who you are, what you're saying to them or what you're talking about. Oh My voice is consistent. Um, as you kind of get through and start to like and like get kind of to the end of your explanation, uh, you do notice that like. Yanov looks a little confused for a second, and then he shakes his head and like back to like a steely look in his eyes. But Jasper at no point wavers from Ugh, his Jesus, current actions. Jasper, um, yep. Layton's right. Got burn him. From the the cell that is like right next to you, you uh you can hear a voice going, "Yeah, I, there's no reason to like bother trying to reason with them. They're they've been real dicks lately, actually." Leave them on a cliffhanger, I always say. It's so that was that dramatic moment right there. Um, I'm not even going to tell you whether it was Moon Kevin. It was Moon Kevin. Obviously, it was Moon Kevin. That was my Moon Kevin impression. And I tell you that not because I wanted to spoil the cliffhanger aspect of that reveal, but more because I wanted to take a moment to refute the words that he had said at the time, wherein he said that both Yanov and I were real assholes. Now... Of course, Yarnov, I can see where he would get that impression. I'm not going to defend Yarnov Boulderbelt, obviously. But I think it takes some real chutzpah to be a man like Moon Kevin and to call someone else that, you know, spends their life 
performing on stage uh, to provide entertainment to all types of people of all walks of life, sometimes for charity purposes, um, and he call that person an asshole. You know, hey, well, oh, hey, okay, all right, that's the way we're going to play this game. Well, guess who's telling the stories now, Moon Kevin? He had plenty of things to say about me and about Yarnov, but guess who's telling the story now, Moon Kevin? That's right, I am. So I'm going to tell you all a little thing or two about Moon Kevin. I'm going to give you the real inside scoop on that freak show. He had zero body hair. I mean, I didn't check everywhere, but his legs, his arms, his chest, nothing. Completely clean. And I don't believe that he, like, used any sort of tonics or, um, or topical creams or... I don't even think he, like, waxed or, or shaved or anything. Like, he was just naturally hairless. And um, I don't know if that had anything to do with his, you know, predilections. If you know what I mean. But I always thought it to be very strange that a man was so perfectly smooth from the neck down, but then had an amazing coiffure on the top. And so I would just like to posit as a possibility that it is theoretically possible that Moon Kevin was always wearing a wig. Now, you're going to tell me that doesn't make any sense. In certain situations, he transformed into different animals. And in those situations, when he transformed back, he still had his hair. So why would his wig transfer, uh, transform along with him? That's the question everybody asks. But I would like to point out to all of you that his clothes also transformed along with him. So obviously, there's some properties there where he can take some things with him and, and you know, wrap it up into himself and create a fur with it or whatever. So I'm just saying the possibility is there. I wish I really would have investigated it thoroughly at the time, but now here we are so many years later, and I could just only take this moment to posit that he was a pure hairless person, just absolutely from top to tails, completely as smooth as a baby's ass. So... All right, well, more of that next time here at the Gilded Ram. Um, you know, we got a lot to talk about, obviously. There's still more fighting to go through, and they were, they were really going to have a, a go of it now. They're, they're fighting off not only these various, you know, no-name guards, but also, you know, Yanov and me. <laughs> and we've seen, obviously, a lot of you around town have seen what I bring to the table in a fight. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, do make sure and tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see all of you next time here at the Gilded Ram. Rockhouse and T-Room. What a great and wonderful episode. You guys did great. I like the part where you guys punched and kicked mm -hmm. and attacked. I enjoy punching and kicking, but mostly because it simulates touching another human being in these hell times. <laughs> it's the most interaction with another creature that you had in five weeks. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, I tried to do it and it failed. Much like any time I tried to touch somebody. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. I mean, you only, you, only got, you only got one turn. I'm sure Mort will do amazing things the next time. Hey, remember when Mort ate that guy? You did really well at that. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. You did, you did great at that. You killed that guy just so hard. So quick, too. Like a just a just a regular Dexter Morgan you a were. Efficient murderer. Um, uh, Mort needs a kill room. Uh, Mort does need a kill room. Trophies. 
Have you thought about trophies? Trophies. That's exactly yeah, what you need. Yeah, should start collecting trophies. Oh, I bet boy. Goldie keeps trophies for the people she sucks. I bet Goldie leaves leaves trophies. <laughs> like she leaves a calling card, <laughs> I right? I think she has a business card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a good time. It's got her paw print on yeah. it. For a good time for me. Not a long time, oh. but a good time. <laughs> it just says sucks to be you uh, on it. Uh, Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. She, she leaves notes in like bathrooms like, wanna be sucked? Call this number. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Insert glory hall joke. Anywho, thanks so much for turning up to our charity stream la- last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was last weekend. Last weekend. It was really good. It's a real weird situation because it's next weekend for us. It's last weekend for you. It's very confusing. I assume we, we raised a lot of money. Listen, knowing this community, we fucking crushed it, alright? Hey, I was surprised when the six point five million dollar donation came yeah. in. I know, I thought I should do my bit. Yeah, no, I had to. I had, when we hit that, and I, I was hubris. I did not, I did not think we would hit that, but we hit it. And then I had to flash dance, pull a ripcord. There was a huge bucket of water mm. over my head, ruined my whole recording equipment. I'm recording this entire episode on an iPhone 10. We have to have another charity stream to help Ray uh, afford new re- recording. <laughs> I ruined it all in a flash dance celebration. I pulled a ripcord. My parachute just went on the floor. <laughs> oh. 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 All of your comments are making me very sad today, John. Why did that one make you sad? That was a joke about a parachute. It made sense. It, the tone was sad. <laughs> you, it was a very deflating, like, mole. I think John has been around Miles too long and now has Miles energy. <laughs> I do like Miles. That's a, that's a Frank yes. reference for those of you who do not back us on Patreon. But you should, because if you Frank did, you would know that joke and more. You would know mm-hmm. about the cat, cat heists mm-hmm. that are going on all around uh, Shep right now. You know about right Blotch's you quest know... for love and quest for mm-hmm. fashion and quest mm-hmm. for relevance. <laughs> you would know that there's uh, fantastic catteries in Shep. Multiple catteries. Yeah, like the Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious. The fast and the furry. I regret a lot in my life. Also, you'd miss Adam (laughs) being the most aggressive anyone's ever been at an NPC. (laughs) He's very aggressive. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he's a one half PC. He's a half PC. (laughs) He's half NPC, half PC. And I just can't, I just can't abide by that. But yeah, no, check us out on Patreon. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash brewforce. Yeah. And then you will find all our stuff there. And um, you can also see us stream when we stream uh, mm-hmm. new episodes. When we do the recordings, you can come out, you can hang out, you can talk to us in chat. You can see our weird facial expressions when Pat goes on a diatribe yeah. for 15 minutes about Sword Art, on- Sword Art Online, which will be exciting. You can also go to bit.ly slash patwitwanking uh, and join us in Discord. <laughs> you said wanking. You did say wanking. <laughs> like a, like a masturbation joke. Well, you that's hard. what you, it is, isn't it? You drop the G. It's is the thing. It's like You, oh, you threw the G on there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Pat with yeah, wanking. Don't go to Pat with wanking because that's something completely uh, different. Yeah, no, go to bit.ly slash Patrick ranking and it gives you all the rankings of all Pat- your favorite Patricks. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, Star is higher up than I thought. Yeah, Patrick Star. That's my favorite. Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, Patrick Dempsey's on there. Uh, Patrick a, Duffy. That's a great Patrick. Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah. What a great ghost. Uh, yeah. Pat with wanking. Patrick Wanking. <laughs> That's my favorite Pat. Uh, and Pat w- Wanking. Uh, no. Nope. nope. You can also leave us a five star rating and a review. We like those. Yeah, please do that. 
That's a good thing to do. We recently did our 100th episode, so you should leave us 100 reviews. Uh, talk about how much you well, love Lila Ann, because it'll make Leland very mad. And then Pat will have to go mm-hmm. on a monologue about it. And we all love Pat's monologues. Uh, yeah, more woo-woos is uh, always good. So just throw those woo-woos all at our face holes. And otherwise, you can check us out on Twitter. You can follow uh, Carly on Twitter. She's at Animated Me with the E's as threes. Uh, you can follow Ray on Twitter at Mr. Unladylike. You can follow John on Twitter at Nudzer, where the Z is a Z. You can find Patrick's face hole on Twitter at Patrick underscore Rankin. And you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> Good luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> also. You can find the show on Twitter at uh, at Brute Force Cast, and that's it. You can find Adam at the Adam Bash. So oh well, the they were gonna spot. have to scavenger hunt me, but you blew up my whole st- <laughs> my, my whole steam, piece. man. Yeah, uh, and that's it. Uh, we'll we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Check you on the flippy flop. Pies are magic. Crust you later. Are magic. Revenge for post-its. Stickums. Stickums. Stickums is magic. <laughs>